0: Previously on Funny Science Fiction.
1: Because mom is usually right, um, but not when it comes to ID and astronauts, (laughs) because Facebook over here has it down.
0: (laughs) Great Hera, who to believe that Shannon Farnham would be introducing these funny science fiction videos?
2: The podcast that even Wonder Woman's Lasso of Truth could make us say something witty or funny. I mean, come on, it can't bring out what isn't there. Our guest today is the original Wonder Woman from Super Friends, one of my all time favorite animated series. Of course, we're talking about the
1: wonderful Shannon Farnan.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that I'm so wonderful. <laughs>
1: thank you for joining us, Shannon. We are very excited for you to be here. Yeah,
2: this thank you. is. This is this is a lot of fun for me as we were talking pre-show, uh, I watched uh, Super Friends religiously. Actually, in my adult years, I went back and I bought all the DVDs so I could watch them with my kids. And it's been a very important show to me in my life. So thank you for all your work in the show and, and giving me uh, something fun to watch and, and be a cool part of my childhood. So thank you.
0: Oh, you're most welcome, Tim. And as it turned out, it's been a pretty wonderful part of my life, too. Although excellent I we expected at the time, it was it was a job, it was a gig, it was something we showed up to do, and then lo and behold, <laughs> look what's happening yeah. over there. Well, I, I noticed that looking in, in
2: your information on, on IMDB about your background and I read through the bio that was listed there. Uh, you come from a very talented background and family of of creative people. There's actors, and uh, I think one of your sisters as well is also an actor, uh, an actress, and voice actor. And and you, there's writers and Just Two two of them. I'm sorry.
0: That's okay. It's hard to keep up with the Farnan girls, you know.
2: <laughs> but yeah, there's musicians, singers, writers, actors, all this this fun stuff. That's, so. Yeah. When you were growing up, did you feel an additional obligation or pressure to be creative? Or did you always want to be somewhere in the arts?
0: You know, I think I could sort of sum that up by saying, you can't teach an actor how to act. But you can teach him where to move and what props to use. So we were born into a family that where everybody was creative my sisters and i were given all the classes we wanted my little sister was just born with this fabulous singing voice um i i don't think we paid much attention to it we didn't feel pressure certainly didn't feel pressure to move into the business and um felt mostly support i mean we it's just something we sort of naturally gravitated to
2: oh cool all right. Yeah, I, you know, I always wonder about that when when there's um, legacies like that, where there's there's so many people in in one family who do something. You know, if you know, uh, there's all these people who are doctors, but then this one person wants to be a lawyer, and then there's all these people who are are actors, but this one person wants to be a singer. You know, you know, it, so I yeah, it's good to know that there was there was a nice background there for you to to bolster your creativity.
0: Yeah. And you know, my, I mean, my. <clears throat> well, my two uncles, my my father and his two brothers, were really just born musicians, taught, self-taught, and were in the Army together, and, I mean, really, it just it was just an automatic. Well, Robert Farnan became a major, major composer, conductor, arranger, uh, film scorer. Um, his brother, Dennis Farnan, did all the things for... Um, Uh, cartoons, music wise. He and his wife started the Grammy Awards. Uh, My mother was a singing comedian after she was acting out here for a couple of years in films, way back in the Georgia, George O'Brien days. (laughs) Um, Everybody we met, my dad was never without a job. He was an orchestra leader at one club after another from the Chez in Chicago. To out here to the Mulan Rouge, and the last thirty years of his life was at Harris Club in Lake Tahoe. So we were being, and as little children, being danced around the dance floor at a club by you know Sammy Davis Jr. and Frank Sinatra. So didn't every child do this? <laughs> this is how you grow oh, up. I wish. <laughs>
1: I can
2: I can say with a certainty no that didn't happen for me so that's kind of cool.
0: I
1: mean I I grew up with Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. music through my grandmother but not actually getting to be with them that would be amazing.
0: Yeah, it was it, as I look back. Of course, I recognize oh that was really special. But at the right. time, it, you know,
2: just it was think, just what you did.
0: I think what gave me staying power this is just an assumption, of course, there's no guarantees I really know this, is that it was so taken for granted that I didn't go through this business with thin skin or feel like I was being rejected if I didn't get a part or, or um, having any undue expectations. It was the the work I chose to do and like the work you... Choose might be to become a doctor or an engineer or whatever it's what you choose to do so there's probably an, an advantage as long as you're not pressured by your parents or family it's probably an advantage of being in a uh, entertainment family okay that makes a lot of sense so you were able to play wonder woman longer
1: than anybody else has played wonder woman i was <laughs> which is amazing but is there anyone else's portrayal of the character that you particularly enjoyed? Uh,
0: well, of course, I love the new movies. That's lovely, wonderful to have. It's nice to see Wonder Woman finally hit the big screen. Yeah. But, um, I really didn't follow. I mean, I can look, I can Google who played Wonder Woman, who did Wonder Woman at any given time. And I've gotten to know Susan Eisenberg, Fairly well because of conventions and she's just oh yeah yeah but as far as knowing their performances i really have to admit guilt i do really not know so (laughs) i accept them all as keeping wonder woman going you know and that's great it is it is cool that they they keep
1: her legacy alive they keep her her going and for generations of little girls to get to look up to her is very very cool
0: well, you have to remember that she was the only icon we really had mm-hmm. as girls. I mean, the guys had all these other you know super things, and this was uh, this was really the taking both sides of a human being, the male and the female, melding them into one human being, having them look for harmony and peace and love in the world, and trying not to kill anybody um that was pretty special and it really is to this day mm-hmm. and in the super friends cartoons and the challenge of the super friends you didn't see anybody die no
2: <laughs> no it was it was pretty family friendly for the time period especially yeah. so so you know many times uh, shannon we we that when a, an actor or an actress plays a certain character uh they put a little bit of themselves into that character So for you, what was something that you took from your own personality and and put it into your portrayal of Wonder Woman?
0: Probably the elements of myself that where I always felt very strong, very self-contained, very confident and very independent. I would say those would be the qualities that I included. But it was the director who actually made me take off the shirtwaist dress and put on the boots. Because <laughs> when we played with the part in the beginning, gradually as we were working with it, she got a little tougher. So
2: <laughs> right.
0: It's, a, it's an edge you try to keep between the female, the feminine, and the strength. And well, I think we did a good job.
2: Oh, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, uh, I think that those qualities came out in in how you portrayed her, because she, she did, you know, even though she was working with the Super Friends and the Justice League and all those things, it was evident that Wonder Woman could have easily gone off on her own and done her own thing, although she was working with this gaggle of guys, you know, and doing their thing. Obviously, she
1: was the one in charge, too. Everybody
0: knows
2: that. Obviously. Well, yeah, I, I, one of the the things I saw, uh, just as a side note, since we brought this up, one of the things I saw. Um, is that somebody commented on uh, the Justice League and the Super Friends and said that they didn't understand how Superman got to be the one in charge because he was always the one sitting there going, oh, golly, how did we get to this place again? And <laughs> Wonder Woman was always like, let's go do this. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of entertaining. Kind so.
1: of <laughs> an interesting change of character, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, everyone was very individual, of course, and uh, the people that were cast were very individual, too, so that's what may have made it a success. That and the fact that the writers just had a great time with it, and we had a great time doing it. We really did. We We tried to be all together as much as we could when we were recording because part of the joy of doing a cartoon in the first place and of course, a cartoon is always broader than real life. Was working off of each other.
1: That is a big thing with acting, as being able to to feed off of each other. And as you mentioned, that that was you guys tried to be in. You tried to be in the room together, and yeah. that was more common then than it is now. Especially in the pandemic, a lot of voice actors are voice acting from home, and they don't get to feed off of each other. They don't get that camaraderie. For sure. With doing that, with being in the room with the other
0: actors, do you have
1: a particularly fond memory of one of those sessions?
0: Oh, there were so many sessions over that 10-year span. I guess the the times when somebody would just say something extremely funny unintentionally um, when we're recording, and crack us all up, of course, uh, or someone was, you know, you always had to do more than your, than your uh, lead role, or <laughs> when somebody just didn't quite cut it in the secondary role and had to start over, so <laughs> there were the funny things, yeah, but the personalities <laughs> were just funny. I mean, Michael Bell, to this day, is a good friend of mine, and he's one of the funniest people I know, so... <laughs> it off
2: or on screen it doesn't matter with (laughs) michael all right excellent you've been part of so many iconic shows if you go down through the list of the shows that you have participated in i saw you having credits for bonanza dragnet love boat my favorite martian (laughs) the man from uncle uh, i dream of genie super friends of course And uh, there's a a long list of several other shows. I mean, many other shows. So outside of having the opportunity to play Wonder Woman, was there another favorite show or character when you look back over your years and you go, you know what, this was a great show to be part of?
0: Well, as far as the show itself, there wasn't a specific show that I I mean, I loved working for one thing. And they were all wonderful to work on, and, and most of the people were wonderful to work with. i worked with some really wonderful people, always welcoming to me. I would have loved to have been a regular on a long-running series. That would have been very special,
1: but mm-hmm. <laughs> that
0: didn't happen, so I uh, take what I can get. I did several pilots that were spin-offs of shows, and um, the parts were really quite wonderful, but networks didn't buy it and so such is our business
1: that is okay that's sad too though like there there are so many shows that don't get the green light that they just get the pilot and that's it and...
0: yeah that was very common uh when i was younger very common i mean pilots there was a pilot season now i'm not so sure that there's a season anymore
1: i think it's just a pilot
0: episode now yeah yeah and they often will get on the air. I don't recall if ours actually went on the air, any of the ones I did, I don't recall. But now, of course, they don't want to waste the footage. So they have to put them on the air someplace.
1: So looking, looking through your IMDb, there are three um, smaller movies called The Surge of Power, so Surge Superhero, that you were included in, including the 2020 Doctor Who tribute video. So as the resident Whovian for our podcast, are you also a Doctor Who fan or was it just another job?
0: I'm a Doctor Who fan, but I have not seen all the people that have done the Doctor Who. I'm not an avid fan. I'm just always curious to see who the next Doctor Who is. And I was, of course, delighted when all of a sudden it became a woman.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes, it was about time.
0: about time we women are so far behind the curve <laughs>
1: so, far. so do you have a favorite doctor then or is it just jody whitaker because she's awesome
0: <laughs> oh gosh
1: there's so many to choose from
0: i mean really i mean and they chose good actors every time so it's that's a tough call that is a tough <laughs> call I, I You know, I got so stuck on the fact that Doctor Who was a man that it was hard for me to make the transition in my head that it was going to be okay to have oh, a female Doctor Who.
2: Visit. Shannon, we have a uh, Facebook group with over 132,000 members at the moment, yeah. and so yeah, so we we took uh, a picture of of uh, your your version of Wonder Woman and put it up in the group and said, if you could ask Wonder Woman any question. What would you like to ask? And we got a ton of responses. So I would like to present to you three of those questions and you can answer them as yourself or you can answer them as Wonder Woman, okay? So however you choose best to answer the question. So our first question comes from Aaron Wonder. That's his name, Aaron Wonder. He asks, is there a burden with a name like Wonder? Asking for a friend. Well,
0: her name was Diana. (laughs) but she was referred to as wonder woman because she was a wonder woman so i guess there's no burden no i mean her whole job coming down to this planet was to actually be a wonder change things lots of changes
2: all right i'm good with that
0: all right Uh,
2: Scott, and I'm going to apologize, Scott, because I'm positive I'm going to slaughter your last name here. Uh, But it was was a great question, so I didn't want to skip it. But Scott Masao, I'm hoping that's how you pronounce it, Scott. My apologies in advance. How does it feel to be a role model for generations of young women?
0: Well, you know, it really feels wonderful. (laughs) I have to use the wonder word there. Because I've done a lot of charity things like for Special Olympics when they used to be out in California Mm -hmm. at uh, UCLA and Penny Lane, a group for very needy children that were on the street. And to greet people who find out that I was Wonder Woman on Super Friends and Challenging Super Friends, it their eyes just light up like saucers. And so many of them tell me what my performance, what my voice gave to her did in their lives. And it often has changed lives. It's given young girls the sense of empowerment that they too can do wonderful things and that now I have the parents and the grandparents coming to me at at comic conventions and sharing that this is becoming intergenerational because and now they're back on what is it HBO Max the whole series Mm -hmm. yes it is for me this has been who would I rather represent more than this woman who believed in truth and justice and goodwill toward all men.
2: Excellent answer. Okay. I like that very much. Thank you. I don't think
0: there's a better answer to that.
2: (laughs) No, I don't think there is. I think it's a good one. All right. So uh, we have one more question. This comes from uh, two people asked basically the same question. Both Nathan Houghton and Richard Scott both asked, uh, how do you find your invisible jet? And Richard Scott added to that. I want to know how she finds the jet because my car is visible and I still have trouble finding it in parking lots.
0: <laughs> I take a picture of it with my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I have a location finder in my iPhone.
2: <laughs> there you go. A little GPS oh. marking.
0: And it doesn't hurt that Wonder Woman has whatever she wants at her command
2: well yes that is
0: true (laughs) and of course she was always showing up i'm on my way in my invisible jet so she always had access to her jet sort of like a (laughs) limousine driver who always shows up when you want
2: excellent all right aaron scott nathan and richard i hope that answers your questions for shannon and uh, the amazing wonder woman so excellent now, Shannon, we've got to a part in our show uh, where we'd like to play a little quiz game.
0: Nervous, I'm nervous. Oh, don't,
2: don't be that nervous. Uh, it's, five, it's five questions. All the questions are multiple choice. Okay? So we'll, we're trying to give you a fighting chance on the quiz, okay? okay? If you get three of the five questions correct, we would like to send you a copy of the I Gave to the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Coffee Mug which has the, I have to be careful how I pick this up because it's full of water, uh, the funny science fiction logo on the backside. Okay? Yeah. And if you get four out of five questions correct, we're going to send you that coffee mug along with a copy of this book, which is Custodians of the Cosmos, which is written by our group founder, Drayton Allen. It's all about a young man who wanted to join Starfleet but couldn't hack it, so he rejoined as a custodian to boldly clean up after those who boldly just went so uh now however where there's good things there also has to be negative things so if you don't get at least three questions correct we'd like to take a picture out of you of you and make a meme out of you and post it in our group (laughs) it will be a tastefully done meme of course
0: of course would that be okay that would be okay i'm ready to fight for my life there you go. Oh,
2: right. Just, just for future reference, if you should not get the, and we could take a picture of you for a meme, you're in very good company. Uh, Dan Povenmeyer from Phineas and Ferb is one of our previous recipients, uh, and a couple other fellows as well. So uh, you're, okay. you're in good company.
0: Uh, and you won't think I'm stupid if I don't get enough questions. Absolutely not. Of course not. And I'll oh. one of those answers that say all of the above is correct. <laughs> I don't think he
1: did that this
2: time. No. <laughs> no, not this time. Usually, sometimes I do that, but not this time.
1: Hit me. No. He's being nice. All right. All right. Question number one. Which accessory of Wonder Woman's allows her to breathe in outer space? Her earrings, her wristbands, or her headband?
0: Is this for real?
1: This is for real. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is for real. Her start over her what her earrings
1: over? wristbands or headband headband that is incorrect it is her earrings
0: she wears earrings she does
2: yeah well them. at least your version did
0: <laughs> I don't know if you can see it past her hair you can't I've got the, the best dollar is right with me so I cannot that's not yeah. a fair question
2: Okay, well, we'll wipe it. We'll call it good. All right. So so. (laughs) I I blame the website I stole it from. So anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what was Wonder Woman's real name? Was it Delaney, Diana, or Danae? Diana. See? There you go. We told you we were going to be that hard.
1: Come on. (laughs) all right question number three what is the other name of Paradise Island which is Wonder Woman's home a Mascara Island B Island of the gods or C Timth why do you give me the ones with the hard names Tim the
2: mascara I
0: the answer it's the mascara <laughs> Thank you
2: It'd why like do you be giving on give the me.
0: hard names?
2: it'd be like me giving you giving me a doctor who question expecting me to be able to pronounce something so it's fun
1: you You just like picking on the poor blonde
2: there's that (laughs) there is that all right so um yeah so let's see we're on going on to question four and we'll say that because we threw out question one you've won the mug all right
0: (laughs) okay i'm gonna go get my pal in a minute and show you that you cannot see any earrings
2: i'm fine with that
0: i am definitely fine with that <laughs> all
2: right so uh during which war was wonder woman created during world war one world war Two, or the korean war
0: world war Two.
2: very good
0: and i will have you know we were both born the same year oh wow okay little tidbit little tidbit she was introduced in 1941 and now you know
1: how old I am. You do not look it. Thank
2: You're thirty you are thirty-nine and holding.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. And our final question. What is the name of Wonder Woman's alias? A Diana Prince. B Diana Knight. Or C Diana Day?
0: Diana Prince. That's correct. <laughs> All
2: right. All right. So you get the coffee mug and the book. And we'll make okay. sure that Drayton signs a little bit for you in there. And Thank before we you. send it off.
0: You want me to okay. get my doll? I would.
2: Sure. Let's.
0: It's the best doll there is. Okay. <laughs> and I stand corrected. There are little tiny red earrings. on. Oh, goodness. But well, D- they are so very tiny. Little, yeah. Little tiny red earrings. That's a, it's a DC doll. Very hard it's to show you. Beautiful.
2: No, I like it though. That's cool.
0: Beautifully made.
2: Yeah, it is. Well done.
1: Okay. So on on my background, mirrored screen, background picture. Yeah, the hair is covering. No.
2: All right. So yeah, so we'll call that a five for five win.
1: Good job, Shannon. Okay. So Shannon, thank you so much for being on our show with us today. Where can our viewers and our listeners find more about your work and what you're doing now?
0: Well, I just finished. Well, where they can find me, of course, uh, IMDb, of course, Facebook, Shannon Farnan, and I have a YouTube channel that I've been very lax on doing new ones, but I do have a YouTube channel. If you just look up uh, Shannon Farnon Wonder Woman, you will get to my YouTube channel. And I just finished doing the fourth Surge of Power movie, my third. I didn't do their first one. This is my little doggy over here giving me loves. Oh, hello. (laughs) And uh, the first two I was in, I play Mavis, an artificial intelligence in this superhero's car. It's about a gay superhero, which is finally its time has come. So this time there are surprises, so I'm not going to tell you about the the one that's coming up, but it's in the editing process. Awesome. And uh, I have two commercials on the air, both for um, video games, but the commercials are not, I'm not in the video games. The commercials are for the video games. One is Pet Master, and the other one is Pet Master, and duh, (laughs) something else master (laughs) okay Okay. and then then there is a fan um video coming up probably on his facebook page soon for uh john reddick who is a master of collection and i am seated with him and we walk all through his collection so i'm Mm -hmm. able to pop up just about anywhere
1: that's good that's good and we will make sure that we put the links to your youtube channel and your facebook in our description so that our our viewers and listeners can find you well thank
0: you
2: all right guys we want to remind you that subscribing is the single most important thing you can do to help our channel continue to grow get amazing guests like shannon farnan here to have some funny moments with share some laughs with and uh so thank you in advance for uh subscribing it helps out well more than you we can ever really describe and also be sure to check out shannon's uh past work her upcoming work and her youtube channel uh because uh shannon shares is actually pretty cool i've watched quite a few of the videos and i'm a subscriber so oh, um yeah and also we want to remind you that if you're not happy with the content of today's video all you have to do is submit in duplicate of course To the Amazonian herself, Diana, a.k.a. Wonder Woman, she will confront the source of your complaints and employ the use of her lasso of truth, which will force the offending party to tell where they came up with their lame ideas. Repeat offenders will have to sign up for the Red Shirts program.
1: The stakes are getting pretty high on this podcast now. They're getting there. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the show with us, Shannon. Yeah, This
2: was a lot of fun. Very much enjoyed this. Thank you so much.
0: You're
2: welcome. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching.
0: Bye. Bye. Our show is brought
1: to you by our charity sponsor, the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund, which supports this Wish Upon a Teen Foundation that helps out sick kids when they need it most. And just imagine the comfort you'll give Red Shirt Crewman number 73. He'll know that when he puts on the red shirt and fight alongside the Super Friends, only to be destroyed by the Legion of Doom, he will know that he didn't leave his family destitute and without hope because the Redshirt Widows and Orphans Fund has his back and with left of his identity cards. And speaking of sponsors and show partners, check out this short video from our good friends over at Level Up Lightsabers. <laughs> Information about Level Up Lightsabers and their online training sessions can be found in the episode description below.
2: On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at Funny Sci-Fi. Or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the Contact Me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Copyright 2020 by Drayton Allen. Virtual music by Jordan Michaels. Reference to any specific product or entity mentioned in this podcast does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation of or by Funny Science Fiction or its sponsors. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. If you have questions about this disclaimer, please contact us via email at draytonallen at draytonallen.com.